I, well, I have a question for you. Is the only reason you do this podcast is to get better at quiz nights? Literally. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> My trivia tre- team is called um, Shave the Whales. Oh, mine is called Queen Elizabeth II. <laughs> <laughs> This is Totally Obsessed with Dan DeBoom. Talking to interesting people about that interesting thing that interests them. This is another episode of Totally Obsessed with Dan DeBoom. Hello, I'm Dan DeBoom and this is my podcast, uh, if you've never listened before, where I talk to a person who I find interesting about the thing that they find interesting. However... If this is your first ever episode of Totally Obsessed that you're listening to, I would say no. Listen to last week's or any other one. But this one is a part two. It is a continuation of last week's episode because the chat was so good that I split it in half. So if you're just jumping in on this one, you're going to miss half the saga. Uh, It'd be like reading A Storm of Swords before you read A Clash of Kings, which only an idiot would do, a.k.a. me. Uh, Luckily, I only read the blurb, but it still had a big spoiler in it. Anyway, um, this podcast is about a different medieval saga, a real one, The Tudors. In last week's episode, I sat down with Greta Lee Jackson and started uh, the journey in 1485 with the reign of King Henry VIII, And now he has died, and we're going to get the other sort of half of the Tudor, I guess, dynasty, era, epoch. If you need a reminder, Greta Lee Jackson is uh, the host of a podcast called Fail. You can check that one out as well. And just before I get into it, you might have heard the snippet there at the start of the episode with Greta saying, is the only reason you do this uh, to get general knowledge for quiz? Well, well, after recording this podcast... Last weekend, I went to a quiz and guess what one of the questions was on? The Wives of Henry VIII. So, listen in, listen hard. This is actual, practical, useful stuff. When do you ever get that on a podcast? But most of all, enjoy because Greta bloody loves the Tudors and she's going even deeper now. So here we go. This is Totally Obsessed with Dan DeBoof with Greta Lee Jackson and she's obsessed with the Tudors. During her marriage and after and after he died, um, she was really successful in reconciling Henry with Mary and Elizabeth, and bringing that whole family together. And there's not much point to have animosity. Like, you know, you're all going to be heirs to the throne at some point. Um, you know, if it doesn't work out, you may as well all get along. So she was really sort of wise in that way, and um, she kind of got the ship, the Tudor ship, like back on track. Pretty much. Yeah. And he dies, and. Um, Edward becomes king, aged nine. Uh, okay. He was actually given the news when he was with Elizabeth. He was very close to Elizabeth, not so much Mary, but they, like, yeah, burst into tears and it was all very kind of confronting, like, now he's king. Um, not that's much is known about Edward. He didn't last long. He was very sickly. 
I think because he was so coddled when he, you know, got in the real world, it was very easy to get, like, I think he died of tuberculosis, really sad, okay. prolonged death. And he was so severe during that time. He wouldn't let his sister marry him. Mass, he was a fierce, fierce Protestant. So Protestant. To the point where he knew he was dying. And he knew that Mary would inherit the throne. She's Catholic. That can't happen. No matter what my dad said. Because in the in the heir to the throne, it was him, Mary, Elizabeth. Yeah. He's like, he changed his father's succession act to include his cousin, Lady Jane Grey. Oh, yes. Was, yeah. Who's known as the Nine Days Queen. Yeah. You know that one? I saw something about her once. Yeah, yeah. Nine, But all I knew is that she was only queen for nine days. Yeah. Yeah. So... That happened. Edward dies. Very sad, lonely, torturous, painful death. Jane's instated. Jane doesn't really want to be queen. But she's put in this position by all, again, all the powerful men surrounding her for their own interests and their nobility. Um, Lady Jane Grey, nine days in power. So she's, she's about the same age, 15. Yeah, okay. Staunch Protestant. She, the main reason she was... They pushed for Edward to. Um, there are these two brothers. They're Jane. You remember the Queen that died, Jane Seymour. Mm-hmm. There's Thomas Seymour and oh Christ, what's the other one? Thomas, I need to look it up. Go for it. Um, Seymour brothers. Yeah. Um. So there's these two brothers, and they're causing. Um, they cause trouble. They're, they're Jane's brothers, and since Jane died, they've kind of been in favour with the with the royals but now they're sort of falling out and they need to regain their power they can't basically let mary take power as soon as mary takes power it's bad news for them yeah because the catholics will get in they're the yep. protestants so seymour brothers let me just um seymour thomas it might be edward <laughs> they just all got the same names yeah oh they do but the wives is like three names just being rotated around so oh yeah and then lady jane Grey, just another jane in there just to really mess with the people trying to commit this all to memory yeah Thomas Seymour yep. was one of the brothers, and the other brother was uh, uh, uh. Oh, our family. Here we go. Wikipedia is so good. Um, <laughs> I never have to use my brain again. Yeah. Um, oh Christ! No, <laughs> it's not here. Oh, Edward. It was Edward. Sorry. There we go. Edward. So these are Jane, the departed Queen Jane's brother. Not not Jane Grey, Jane Seymour. Yeah. They do all have the same names. Yeah, so I know. Marys, so For those playing aunts. along at home. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the Seymour brothers um, persuaded uh, uh, Dudley. The Dud- like, so this okay. The Dudleys. There's another family called the Dudleys, and Guilford Dudley was the youngest son. There were all these sons. One of them was Robert Dudley. He's going to be important later. But Guilford Dudley married Elizabeth. Uh, married, sorry, Jane Grey, and he was a spoiled brat. But they yeah. basically with a name like Guilford Dudley, Gil- I am not surprised. But they basically wanted him to be king. That's what they wanted. This the Dudley family going to get they get Guilford on the throne. They're going to be king. The Seymours will be back in power. Um, that's basically what the the brothers were into. Um, as well. So they're all conspiring and they managed to force Edward to do it. Like, if you can't have a Catholic queen, you've got to get your Protestant cousin on. She's there. She's like, I don't want this. I don't want to be here. This doesn't feel right. Mary's the rightful heir. Shut your mouth. Do your job. Edward's gone. There's nothing we can do. And turns out the people weren't so happy with this. The people, Henry VIII's, you know, legacy was so pervasive they were like, no, it's Mary. Edward's gone. Next in line is his eldest daughter. Mary's got to be the queen. So the people revolted against it and like 
she led this big army. Mary's like, nah, come on. My dad said it's me. And she led this big army to a lot of support and captured Jane and Guildford. It's so interesting because people think they just, just chopped off her head straight yeah. away. She gave her a lot of chances. She's like, you know, you're my kinswoman. I don't want to kill you. I understand the position you've been in, you've been put in, and I don't actually want to do this to you. But, you know, if you're around and you're against me, I can't keep you living. Convert. Become a Catholic. Convert. And I won't I won't execute you. And it went on for ages. She really didn't want to do it. Come on, Jane. Convert. If you convert, it's going to be safe. You're in the clear. It doesn't matter. Jane refused. She refused. She's like, no, my religion's that important to me. I can't. I'm Protestant. So that that's extraordinary for a 16-year-old yeah, yeah, yeah. to be that devout and that like so tied to your faith that you're willing to die. So Mary was like, I don't really give a shit about Guildford, but this really sucks. I'm sorry. You've got to go. And everyone's <laughs> telling her if you keep them around, they're going to be a threat. That's always a thing with the, with the Tudor monarchy. And she's like, all right, I'll get rid of them. So she does end up killing Jane, um, executing her and Guildford. And um, actually, if you go to the Tower of London, you can actually see where Guildford is carved into the wall, um, Jane's name, oh. during his imprisonment. And that, when I put my hand on that, I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> I was just reading about oh, it on mama. the tube. Yeah. i got to lie down. <laughs> yeah, that was so good. Because um, that's what, you know, that's what someone put in the wall in their final moments. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, Jane gets executed, Mary's queen. People are happy about this. They like it. She stuffs it up because she gets straight to work with restoring her poor, discarded mother's legacy, which is Catholicism. And she does so aggressively and she does so unapologetically. And that's how she got the name Bloody Mary. She just burned people. She just burned them. If you don't convert, you're dead. So... It, would have, it was nice at the start. People were happy about it, but she got carried away. She was just as devout, but into the other religion. And she oh, tore the country apart trying to restore it to Catholicism, to the old way, to the Latin church. You know? Far out. Yeah, just completely um, ruined her reputation, single-handedly, single-mindedly, just had to restore it. Also, in an unpopular decision she made, she married a Spanish king called uh, Philip of Spain. Oh, he's a prince, Spanish prince. And people didn't like that either. They're like, a foreign man. And oh, she, and remember she, what happened last time we had a German in. That's right. Yeah. Well, this was even worse because he's a man. And it, like you're telling us we have a foreign king now. Yeah. And she was such a traditional wife that my husband will rule. You know, that's the way it is. You can't do that. You're the queen of England. She, She's like, that's the way it is for a traditional Catholic wife. And, and she um, so badly wanted to be a wife and mother. So badly. That she ended up having not one, but two phantom pregnancies. Oh. Do you know what that is? Like as in she thought she was pregnant, but she wasn't? Symptoms. Yeah. Um, which some think are psychosomatic, but they also could be related to the fact she was old enough to go through menopause. Yeah, okay. Um, and was delusional about Jeez. conceiving. He was younger than her. Philip was about six years younger than her. So he didn't. He just womanized and didn't give a shit. Wasn't attracted to her. Bloody typical Spaniard. Yeah, but he did his job. He did his duty. <laughs> he did his duty, but then he wouldn't F off to Spain. Um, but so she, he would go away and she'd think, I'm with child. And all the announcements are made and all the news is going across the land. Yep. And the Queen's with child, blah, 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 blah. The ninth month comes. The tenth month comes. She's got a belly. 11th month okay we need to call this off 
Jeez. And that happened twice. And they think... And you, you just imagine like back in the day when medicine wasn't exactly what... You can't just get an ultrasound and no. go, oh, like... They would have been freaking out. Freaking out. And to, be so, to want it that badly that you manifest the symptoms. Yeah. Also, yeah, like we said, it could be a menopause as well. But yeah, so the second one they think turned out to be an ovarian tumour that eventually killed her. It was a very sad and lonely life, but, you know, she didn't earn herself any friends with the whole persecution of Protestants. Um, so there was that. So suddenly Mary's gone. The country's in turmoil because it was Protestant under Edward, Catholic under Mary. Yeah. Elizabeth comes into it. And Elizabeth... So how old is she by now? She was 25 okay. when she became... So she Great was, knowledge. Great knowledge. I, I know that yeah. much, but... So Mary died aged, I think, it was either, it was 30, 42, 42, I think. So there's a big gap between them. Yeah. Um, 42 or 38, something like that. One of those numbers is correct. <laughs> <laughs> and um, then Elizabeth comes to the throne. And when she's told Mary's died, she kind of laid low. She was almost killed during Mary's reign by Mary because Mary felt she could never trust her. Yeah. There's a big hangover from her mother bullying Mary as a kid. Was and- she Protestant? She didn't really, yes, technically, yeah. technically, but she's. We're not talking about Edward. We're not talking about Jane Grey. She was yeah. kind of like, "Don't rock the boat." Yes, I'm not. She kind of refused to do the mass with Mary. Was forced her to do the mass, and she'd sort of, "Oh yeah, I'll be there. I'm sorry, I'm running a yeah, bit late." Yeah, <laughs> she wouldn't do a Jane Grey and go, "No, I mustn't." Yeah, She'd be like, okay. "Oh, I will." Oh, oh I've yeah, got a definitely. I'm so stoked for you and your mass. I'll definitely be there. Totally. Yeah. She'd faint and headache. Yeah. She'd, you know. Was the mass today Sunday? Oh, God. Are you sure they happen that on Sundays? Sort of thing. All right. Next week. Yeah. Do you remember those Seymour brothers I was going on about? Yeah, all right. Thomas Seymour ended up marrying Catherine Parr, wife six, yeah. after Henry died. Elizabeth was living with her stepmother, Catherine Parr, and her stepfather, Thomas Seymour. At this time, she was a teenager. Thomas Seymour, creep. Forced himself on Elizabeth. Oh. Got Catherine Parr pregnant. It's all gone Woody Allen again. Yeah. Oh. Got Catherine Parr. This is while Elizabeth is a teenager and Mary's in power. Um, I probably should have said this before the Mary. Mary <laughs> died, but sorry. Let's forget Mary's dead. And let's say Mary's in power, destroying the country by burning Protestants. Yep. Elizabeth is a ward of Catherine Parr and Thomas Seymour. Thomas Seymour, like he chopped her dress off with his sword. He like, like he basically groomed her. He groomed her and they're busted by, I'm not quite sure who, a messenger to Mary, I think. And Mary hears about this and she's like, this can't happen. If you're a teenager and you're, you know, unmarried and all this sort of stuff, it looks like you're conspiring, especially with the Seymours, the people who put Jane Grey on the throne. It looks like you're conspiring to overthrow Mary, your own sister. So she hauls her into Tower of London and she's like, explain yourself. But, Elizabeth didn't go past the gate because she was like, my mother died here. I can't. She like basically had a tantrum, sat on the steps. and was like, I'm not going any further because she just was so terrified. She hadn't done anything wrong. She was groomed by an older man, but she was so terrified that she was going to get executed that she just, she couldn't go through with it. Eventually she sits down and talks to Mary and vehemently denies any wrongdoing. And 
like, I mean, like passionately. It's amazing to write, read the letters because you're like, wow, like she was terrified that she, her sister was going to kill her and manages to convince Mary and appeal to her familial side that nothing happened. So Mary kind of lets her off the hook. Mm. But she was in prison for ages. Oh. And she was in prison with, do you remember Guilford Dudley? Yeah. His older How brother. How can I forget? His older brother, Robert Dudley, was in prison at the same time. They hadn't found enough reason to execute him. They were executed Guilford, but they didn't execute It's nice him. to know there was some semblance of justice right. back in the day. Right. Yeah. So Elizabeth and Robert get close during this imprisonment. Um, real close, but they don't, nothing, again, nothing happens. So Elizabeth's let off the hook eventually because Mary either believes her or just doesn't want to kill her or something. So Elizabeth starts to get very afraid of romantic liaison any form of it because look her mother was killed by her father her um you know branded a harlot yeah she's just been accused of you know you know conspiring and having sex with this traitor he's killed by the way thomas seymour um and yeah when you look at the family history and what's been going on i'm not surprised it's almost like she's the only one who's noticed the common thread here she you know he got killed because it didn't work with elizabeth because he was planning once Catherine dies i'll just marry elizabeth and be king (laughs) Um, but that didn't work so he got crazy and like went to kidnap Edward and like Edward it's your uncle blah 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 blah. and so he got he got killed for that jeez Um, and it's funny to read Edward's diary he just goes the Duke of Somerset was beheaded at 8 o'clock in the morning he's talking about his uncle he's just such an austere kid jeez anyway um so right. so that mustn't have been when Mary was in power. Anyway, I've confused the timelines. But then... Well, Elizabeth uh, is on the throne. Elizabeth is on the throne now. She is really afraid of a union with someone. Marrying. Yeah. The second she gets in power, her people are pushing her to marry. Marry, Absolutely, marry, marry, marry. Yeah. She's only ever seen bad stuff come from marriage. Her sister's failed pregnancies. Her mother was killed. Um, you know, anything that's like insinuated with a liaison. And also she'd give up her power. Yeah. She couldn't rule. It'd automatically go to the man. So she, without outright saying, I'm not going to, she made people think she would someday, but she never did. She never yeah. married. She never married. And even when she was like an old lady, people were still speculating. She'd put out like she, the way she dressed had that image. She was the first influencer because yeah, she had that image of this heavy, heavy white makeup, lead makeup, the the Virgin Queen, the 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 halos of jewels and the big dresses, and she had this image of this god, this ageless deity, um, and that's what people saw her as. That she would always be in power. It was very clever, and she was a Virgin Queen, and she you know all that sort of thing. She made it part of her image and rejected a union with a man, and she actually ended up being like an incredibly successful monarch like a huge trade boom mm. they won the spanish armada during her rule um uh theater boomed it was a shakespeare it was yeah, you know yeah. all this sort of stuff and she ended up being an incredible um monarch mainly for the reason that she left people's religion alone there's that whole saying because she saw what mary did she saw what edward did not worth it it's like i won't make windows into men's souls Basically, I don't want to know. Do what yeah. you want. Yeah, Do what yeah, you yeah, want. Yeah. It's not my problem. So that basically made relative peace. And then she um, yeah, died an old woman. Died of old age. With no heirs. And then just to sort of as a almost an epilogue, what happened to the throne after that? Well, that's a whole other thing with Mary, her cousin. Not yeah. Mary, her sister, but Mary, Queen of Scots. That was an ongoing thing too. That was probably the worst thing she did. She killed her own cousin. 
because Fantastic. her cousin was another Catholic threat to her. Oh. And and but one ended, what ended up happening was um, Mary's son James ended up becoming King of England and Scotland. Yeah. And that's why they have And that's different... when I lose interest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boring. Yeah, yeah. Up until uh, up until Lady Di, it's all boring. Oh, that was fantastic. That's so good. Yeah. Do it do a um so that was the epilogue. So yeah. now we get the um you know, the the further reading at the end of the, the book. Yes. So what is all what give us some if people have heard that and they're like, Oh my god, this is more interesting than I ever thought, what do we do when we go to the bookshop now? Um, you get oh, when you go to the bookshop, Alison Weir, she's great. Have you oh, got it here? Yeah, I've got it here. Go grab it. I've got a bunch of books. Oh, yeah, I can I've see it. There it is. Yeah. You knew exactly where to go. To. All right, pass them over. And then if you want this one, this is good too. Execution blunders. <laughs> oh my God, there are so many. Wow. Execution. The business of death can be seriously absurd. And nothing illustrates this better than these gruesome true tales. <laughs> Gosh. So, I guess the epilogue is, people think the Tudor period is mainly about the king, Henry VIII. It's not. It's about the women. Yeah, it's about okay. the wives. It's about the female children. It's about the cousins that were, you know, executed. Um, really, it's it's if you see a book on a Tudor woman, you you really can't go wrong because they were the they were the ones that really experienced the the vulnerability and um, the the just absolute precariousness of of that time. As yeah, compared to the actual actual monarchs that the time is defined by. I, th- I personally think it's defined by the women. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, do you want to give us some of those titles? Okay, I've got Elizabeth the First CEO. Strategic lessons from a leader who built an empire. Oh, wow. I've got um, young Elizabeth. I like this because it makes her more human. You see how she was growing up when she was harassed by Thomas Seymour. Um, this is more just a resource. If I need to know a date, I just go about that. That's oh, more of a Tudor England. Tudor England. Very yep. stern, uh, Henry on the front there. This is one of my favourites. Alison Weir, the Lady in the Tower. So oh, Alison yes. Weir, she's the one that wrote the other Boleyn girl. Yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, but she's. This is a great, great book. This is all about that um, rise and fall of becoming queen and then becoming executed by your husband. Mm. Um. David Stark, he's a classic. you got to get him. This is just a good source. Whoa, a, this one's a doorstop. Yeah, because it's got all six in there. It's called The Six Wives of Henry. Henry 800, the, 850 pages. But he has a whole series on YouTube, a documentary series. It's amazing. It's just free. That's BBC's David Starkey, great. great. Yeah. And then um, Elizabeth and Mary, that's about the cousins. Elizabeth and her... Oh, this one looks a bit saucier. It's 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 the tortured relationship between um, Mary, Queen of Scots, and her cousin Elizabeth. Uh, okay. And then I don't know this one. I just I just buy any book. This is just the private <laughs> lives of Tudors. If it's got Elizabeth on it, I usually buy or Anne. I just usually buy it. Daughter of Elizabeth, a daughter of Anne. Yeah. Fantastic. Good. Oh, I I honestly I feel like now I am armed for quiz night. I will listen to this again while I edit it and make notes and lock it away, and then I'll be like, I'll be that guy when the question comes up at. Quiz night about something to do with Henry VIII. I was like, boom, boom, boom. I'm just waiting for the more 
experienced historians to go, actually, that didn't happen and call me out on my inaccuracies. Because yeah, a lot of them listen to this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks so much. That's all right. I'm so glad you learned stuff. And uh, I'm, I, well, I have a question for you. Is the only reason you do this podcast is to get better at quiz nights? Literally. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> my trivia tre- team is called um, Shave the Whales. Oh, mine is called Queen Elizabeth II. <laughs> <laughs> Totally Obsessed with Dan DeBooth is pretty much made entirely by me, Dan DeBooth, except for the music, which is by Caleb Garfinkel, and the artwork, which is by David Ferrier and Joe Kutry.